You're listening to the Blended Family Podcast, a weekly show with a strong focus on strategies and methods to help your family thrive. Blended families face many difficulties and challenges, which can sometimes drive families apart. The goal of this podcast is to help your blended family grow together through these challenges to create the peaceful and loving home you desire. Here is your host, Melissa. Thanks for joining me on episode 84 of the Blended Family Podcast. I hope you're all enjoying your summer so far. I always find the summers to be a bit challenging. We work, and so we find it difficult to keep the kids occupied. We have them all a week on and a week off, and when they're all here, it's hard to find things for them to do. You'd think since they're getting a bit older that it would be easier, but it's not the case. They're kind of at that in-between age, too old to play with toys and children's activities, but too young to go out on their own. So they kind of just sit in the house all day bored, and they eat. And it's so hot here in Florida right now, so they don't want to be outside, which I understand. But when we get home from work, they're itching to get out of the house, so they want to know where we can take them. And of course, I'm always working in the evening too, whether it's this podcast or sometimes we have offices to go clean. Anyway, it's tough. By next year, two of the kids should be driving on their own, but I don't know if that's better or worse, because then we have to be worried about them. Is anyone else having the same issues over the summer? I love not having to deal with stress of school lunches and homework, but I really can't wait for school to start back up. We've already been out a month. Enough about me. Let's get into today's topic, which is don't focus on what you cannot change. And I chose this topic because I like to work on personal development a lot. You'll notice that many of my shows are like that. And the more self-work we do, the better our life is going to go and the more tolerant we'll be of everything around us. This is a life skill that everyone can use, not just those in blended families, but we all know that in blended families, we're faced with a lot of things that we can't change, such as stepchildren that may never like us, children that have behavioral issues, and ex-partners that cause a lot of grief. So what is going on in your life right now that is frustrating you, making you angry, or making you depressed? Think about the things in your life that you're struggling with. I'm going to help you figure out which ones you need to focus on and which ones you need to let go of. Now, I have an exercise for you today. I want you to get four pieces of paper. Don't worry if you're driving or if you can't do it now for whatever reason. I'll add this information in the show notes so you can do it later. For now, you can just listen. On the first one, I want you to write a list of everything and anything that you wish could change or improve. And that's going to be your master list. Then I want you to look at that and determine if any of those things are things that you have the ability to change. And what I mean is, are these things that you can change yourself? Because you know we can't rely on anyone else to do the work, right? So out of this list, note which things you have the power to change all by yourself. Place those on a separate list now and title this one, Things I Can Change. Take each item that you know you can change and put them here and write down what action steps you need to do to make it happen. So, for example, let's say one of the things you want to change is that you don't spend enough time with your family. And this is definitely something that you have the power to change by yourself, and it's quite simple. You can make a decision to spend more time with your family. So an action step would be something like scheduling in 
a family game night every Friday or eliminating something that's taking up time that you don't need, like the evening TV time or the weekly spin class, maybe waking up earlier than the kids to get done with some housework so you're free later, or hiring someone to do the lawn care so you don't have to. If you can think of action steps that you can take to make the problem go away, then that's the easy part. And once you write that all down, you can put a plan in motion to make sure that you get the results that you want. And again, this is the easy part. Maybe not always easy to take the action steps, but easy because you do have the ability to do it on your own. Unfortunately, many of the challenges we face are not completely in our control. When we're dealing with other people in order for change to happen, well, they need to take action steps too. And we can't change people and we can't control what they do. So the next thing you're gonna do is look at that master list and determine what things on there can be changed by someone else's actions. So those are going on a separate list, okay? This list, your second list is titled, things I might be able to change. Now these could be things that require action steps on their part, or even both of yours. And then go ahead and write down what those action steps are. So an example of this would be, let's say that your stepchild and you do not get along. So here, there may be steps that you can take to help, but you alone cannot change this situation. Some action steps here for you might be trying to set up some bonding experiences one-on-one, like going shopping together or a fishing trip. Another action step might be you trying to have a sit down and talk about your feelings or making a point every day to say something nice or encouraging to them. But see, these are helpful, but the stepchild would need to do their share as well or nothing is gonna change. Let me give you another example of something on this list. You've got an ex-partner who won't stop bashing your new partner to the kids and does anything they possibly can to make you both miserable. Now, this is an example of a struggle that is all on the other person and has nothing to do with you. Of course, I'm assuming that you are not retaliating in any way. If you are, then you would have an action step to stop that on your end. But in this case, let's assume that this is all on the ex. Well, that one would go on a third list. And this last list, you're going to title Things I Cannot Change. Anything that you know is completely out of your control to change, put on that third list. Remember, all of the action steps you write are your action steps. You can't make action steps for someone else. If there's something on that second list that you have no action steps for, then you transfer it to the last third list. All right, so now you have three lists. Every item on your master list should have been transferred to one of the three titled lists. Does this make sense? So your three lists again are things I can change, things I might be able to change, and things I cannot change. So now, once you've got that all written out, we can figure out what we need to do. And I know this can be a little bit of a time-consuming exercise, but it's much easier to address problems this way. You may have a lot on your lists or hardly anything. And you may have only one thing on one list and a lot on another. Everyone is going to be different. Now, you have all of your action steps ready to go. The first list, like I said, is the easiest. You have all the power within yourself to change those things on your own. All it takes is putting those action steps into motion. And that can be hard for some people. But remember, if you want change, you have to do some work. The second list is a little harder 
because we're only half of the equation. You can use whatever action steps you wrote to help the situation, but you will not be able to force the other person into action steps. And it is possible to open up and communicate about the issue at hand and see if the other person or people are interested in trying to change it along with you. And this would be a non-confrontational, non-blaming conversation. And this step is really essential for better results. So let's go back to the step-parent-stepchild relationship. You can take that child for some ice cream and open up a dialogue and say something like this. Hey, I notice we seem to be not getting along that well and it really makes me sad. I wanna work to have a better relationship with you. I'd like to start spending some more time with you and I'd like for you to let me know what you need from me to make things better. And I'd love for you to talk to me about what's going on in your life. Now that's a sample dialogue. You need to insert in there what you really intend to do and what you'd like them to do as well. But you notice how you're not accusing by saying, you know, why don't you like me? You need to make that person understand that you feel responsible as well and that you're gonna do your share to make things better and that'll keep them from shutting down. Now you may find with this list that Sometimes you just taking action on your own causes a shift in the other person. This is because your intentions are in the right place and that will be evident to the other person and they may come around in time and the issue may get resolved. See, once you change your energy from tense, irritated or angry to a place of acceptance, love and understanding, the most amazing things can happen. And if not, then the item may need to be transferred to the third list things I cannot change, but at least you'll know you tried. Okay, so the last list and the main point of the show, things I cannot change. I titled this podcast, Don't Focus on What You Cannot Change. So once you determine that you can't fix this problem and no action steps can be taken on your part to fix it, you need to let it go. Why should we spend time focusing on things that we have no control over? All that wasted energy can be spent working on the areas in your life that you can change. There are some people in this world that will never be happy. There are some people that thrive on making us miserable. And when we allow that, we're giving away our power. We shouldn't let anyone else control how we feel. Happiness is a choice. Sure, sometimes it's difficult to be happy, especially when others are pushing us down. But the more you place your focus on who's doing you wrong, the less room you have for happiness. And that's why I want you to change your focus. You can sit all day thinking about who's hurting you, but that's not gonna help you, and it's not going to hurt that person. All you're doing there is hurting yourself, so they win. And why do that to yourself when you have no power to change them? You know what you do have power over, and that's you, your emotions, your choices, and your happiness. Now, I know that it's hard to just push everything out of your mind. Our mind can be our worst enemy. But when you find the negativity creeping in and you start thinking about all that's wrong, you can choose to let it go. Tell yourself, this situation is out of my control. I cannot change it. I'm letting it go. And then turn your focus towards what's going right in your life. Place your attention on the positive. Keep your first two lists where you can look at them either daily or weekly so you can be reminded of what you need to do. But that third list, put it away somewhere. I don't want you looking at that all the time. 
You can take it out every few months to check in with yourself, see if anything has changed, but that's all. You may see in time that some things resolve themselves, and that very well may happen due to the fact that you're letting things go and you're not directing energy towards them. And this is a life skill, and you can use this within your blended family, but in your work life and social life as well. I really encourage you to try the exercise because sometimes we feel our relationships or our lives are in shambles, but when you get it all down on paper, it might not be as bad as you thought. And I'm giving you the tools to create change. So now it's up to you. And once again, I will post the instructions in the show notes so you can refer back to it later. Please send me some feedback if you do decide to do the exercise. And I really hope you do. Let me know if it resonates with you. You can email me at melissa at blendedfamilypodcast.com or you can find me on Facebook. Our private Facebook group is growing and I'd love for you to come join us there at blendedfamilypodcast.com forward slash group. It's an easy way to communicate with me and other blended families, ask questions and get advice. So that's all for today. I just wanted to give you that simple exercise to try. I hope you come back and join me next week for another show. Have a great week, everybody. Bye. You have been listening to the Blended Family Podcast. For more information, please visit the website at blendedfamilypodcast.com. Remember, to create the peaceful home you desire, all you need is love.